I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, friends, and welcome to Hat Jam, the podcast where each episode sees a new guest put through their musical paces by playing the fantastic comfort zone eliminating songwriting game Hat Jam. Hey! I'm your host, Cav Templey from Eskimo Joe, and this week we have a COVID quarantine special. We will be broadcasting across Australia and talking to our good friend, Dallas Frasca. Hello, Dallas. How are you? I'm good. I'm actually very excited to see how this pans out. Um, Can you tell us where you are broadcasting from today? I'm uh, broadcasting from a six-week lock-in in Black Rock, so on the south side of Melbourne today. Not far from the beach, which is nice. I can kind of get out and go for walks, but Beautiful. yes, Melbourne. Well, we are broadcasting from the romantic location of my mother's house because she has much better <laughs> broadband internet than be I do. Be good cooking there. That's, that's a smart that's way, right. place to be. We will also be joined by Studio Cat, who will be keeping time, enlightening us with musical facts, as well as pressing pause. For those who are joining us for the first time, Hat Jam is a songwriting game where we ask our guests to put two names of songs and artists that they are inspired by into a hat. We then draw one name to inspire our verse and one name to inspire our chorus. If our guests panic at any time, they can draw a card from the wild card deck, which is filled with ideas designed to throw a spanner in the works of our songs. By the end of this episode, we would have completed a full song in the form of a scratch demo. For those of you who are listening who don't know what a scratch demo is, it's basically a sketch of the song, not the album version. Uh, Studio Cat, can you share some knowledge on our guest for today before we start? Dallas Frasca started as an Australian three-piece rock band from Melbourne fronted by the one and only Dallas Frasca. From the early beginnings of the trio, the band has grown into an almighty seven-piece band that's been noted by rock and roll legend Slash to be, and I repeat, a band with great vocals, riffs and grooves. But neither of the bands has a bass player. Clocking over a thousand shows on Australian soil and internationally, the band have converted listeners into fans with the band's contagious brand of blues, heavy soul and rock. Frasca has had a top 30 ARIA charting album, a top 10 Australian album, as well as a swag of awards, including Artist of the Year at the Independent Music Awards. I've also read that Dallas herself is a relative of opera royalty, Dame Nellie Melba. (laughs) Dame Nellie Melba. Is this true? This is actually true. She's like a distant, you know, name-dropping relative that, um, yeah, she was one of the first big, you know, pop stars of Australia. Well, opera pop stars, yes, When When opera stars were pop stars. Um, That's correct. I love that. I love that you have a musical lineage. I think we all... 
we all want a musical lineage and like you know you ask most people who are musicians or professional musicians you're like you know so does anybody else in your family play music you're like they're usually like no actually <laughs> well actually from- that's why I think that's probably why that's been I'm happy that you noted that today because mum and dad can't hold a note sorry mum and dad if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> well I my mum can hold a note and I have to say that because we're in her house but yes she she was singing a lot when I grew up um and what 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 is with the no bass well, look, I mean, it's called saving money, paying other musicians, but Jeff and I started as a two-piece. So we were sort of playing on these old vintage instruments and, um, you know, I think, you know, we, we really early on we got to play um, some really big stages. We were really lucky. In fact, I think we played South Band, I remember, with Eskimo Joe many, many years ago. Wow. But we won't tell about those stories that happened. Anyway, well, I'll move on. <laughs> but I think Jeff and I, you know, we – Sonically, you know, the instruments were quite small. So we started working on our on our sonics. So we brought in, you know, octave pedals and, you know, trying to make things a lot bigger. And as it turns out, you know, we don't really need bass. The sound sonically is there. Well, you do realise that if anyone was going to hire me to do anything in their band professionally, it would be be the bass player because that's like the one thing that I practice to do. And I like to, you know, buck the trend by being, you know, a bass playing, singing, songwriting guy. There's not many of us out there in the world, but, you know, I find it shocking when people think they can get by without bass, you know, if you're a two-piece. Well, you know, it's funny because um, people say, oh, you know, maybe you should get a bass player. Like this does happen quite regularly and I'm like, well, are you? There are always bass players that say it that's looking for work. <laughs> but uh, Exactly. We could do a guest appearance. Why don't we do a guest appearance one day, Cav? That sounds great. Everyone will be like, <laughs> you guys have never sounded better. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, can you tell us when did you start singing? Because your voice is amazing. It's kind of got this depth of tone to it. Uh, when did you find your voice? When did you first start singing? Um, look, I used to sing a lot when I was a kid. My my nana had a an organ at her place, and I used to tinker around on that for hours. You know, she I was brought up in northeast Victoria, so we're out in the bush, and that that you know the organ was my friend when I was out there. So I spent hours, you know, going through these emotional journeys with melody and just listening to those keys I felt like I was in a bit of a just you know it, it's almost like when you've got you know a, a bunch of boxes or something that your your mum or your grandma might put on the table and you just start making art and there's no you don't have any goal for it or anything I love being lost in that in that um, creative kind of zone so I was always sort of tinkering around but I never really started singing until I was about 18 by accident so I was actually um, in a backyard um, at a housewarming party at my house and there was a girl singing really badly out of tune to this kind of jam session. <laughs> I should thank her for this actually. But um, I could hear, you know, the right notes that need to be sang and I don't think it was any good at the time or anything like that but I just started singing and the boys were like, well, you know, we should keep doing that and I was like yes sick let's keep going so (laughs) like that's actually what happened I I would like I would love it if that was the actual transcript of the conversation Uh, pretty much was I'm from Wangaratta so there's no doubt that's (laughs) what it was (laughs) Um, and uh, this is a question I ask of all the artists and musicians who come on to our show when do the ideas come for you um 
That's such a huge question because it's never the same. So often um, when I first wake up or when I'm going to sleep um, and there, and, and it is, it's like, um, like this morning it happened. So I woke up and there, it's sort of like I can hear this distant melody far away but in my head and I just give it a little bit of time to try and chase it and make it what it is. And I, I actually did listen to your podcast with Tim and it was really interesting because the exact same thing happens for me and, um, you know, he was even talking about when it when you sort of start trying to sing it or interpreting it on guitar, it doesn't always come out and I have to try and be more patient with those when those ideas come because I get so excited. I'm like, oh, I can hear this thing and... I think by sitting and making it stronger and sitting with it sort of helps embed it a little bit stronger and, and then, you know, you do your best to get it out, what those ideas are. Yeah, I, I was really inspired by that comment of Tim's where, yeah, he talked about um, if he goes to an instrument too soon, then he'll end up bastardising the, the idea because you just go back yes. to these formulas that you know if you're on the piano or the guitar, you like go to those same chords and try and then interpret over the top. I thought that was really cool and it's something that I hadn't really considered too much which makes me think I might have a form of musical Tourette's where <laughs> since it's in my head I'm like it has to come out. Um, I definitely find it inspiring if I'm like proficient on one instrument like I think I'm probably better at strumming chords on a guitar than I am on a piano that when I kind of sit down on the piano I'm, I'm so shit at it that anything I play just sounds amazing. <laughs> I, that's I find um, I'm exactly the same because I'm so shit on the piano. I make these happy accidents all the time, and I'm like, oh, you know, there's something in that. So it's the happy accidents from shit playing as well. <laughs> do you do you find um, you need to write uh, the songs from the top down? Does that does it need to be a realised idea for you that slowly gets translated onto an instrument, or are you happy to? kind of like do what top liners do which is basically kind of have stuff happen in front of you and that trigger an idea and go back and forth how do you find your songs evolve as you write them we've done it very differently we've changed it up for each time we sort of walk in with the band obviously it's really difficult to write in a room with anybody you know except we're going to try and do that today (laughs) But, um, you know, generally uh, my guitarist, Jeff, he is this, he's a left-handed guitarist but he plays upside down and back to front. So there's not many guitarists. It's Whoa. like Albert King is one of those. You know, no one plays like Albert King. He's got this incredible magical gift from another universe, Jeff, and he's, you know, you could say a G chord and he'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, I love but that. But he, you, you put him in a room, and he's always, he's, I don't know, he's fueled with magical vibes when he plays. And I think what I've done for many years is um, gone. Oh my god, that's it! Stop, stop, stop! You know, and then I'll make sure that I record all of his sessions because generally I'll go back and I'm like, hey, can you play that riff? And he's like, what riff? I don't know what you're talking about. So What's I record riff? every single thing, and I'll sort of maybe loop some of those really brilliant ideas that he comes up with, and then. You know, that can be one way. But the other, the one of the other things that we've been doing is, um, you know, the goal with the band over the last few months has to been to write 50 songs and we've separated the writing for that. So um, one thing that I've gotten really stuck with over the years is lyrics. You know, I sort of get in and all of this stuff happens and I'm 
pretty good with melody, I think. I think that's something, one of my stronger points. But then sitting down after you've got the melody already sitting there, I find really limiting to try and put lyrics into a lot of the time. So I've separated it. So we've sort of worked sometimes on the music. One part of the, you know, our project we're calling it is the music happens and I'm writing all of the lyrics and melody and then I try and team some of them up or, you know, build other pieces around it. So it's a really big fucking puzzle. Yes, <laughs> writing, it is. Writing 50 songs and, and it you know, I think it takes, for me, the pressure off writing a really good song every time I sit down and it just takes it away. It's like, well, I'm going to write, you know, 40 shit songs and hopefully 10 of them turn out all right. Yeah, it's like the the old fishing, you know, analogy. You're like, if you just keep throwing the hook in the water, you know, you, there might be 40 songs there, but out of those 40 songs, 10 of them are, are going to be amazing. I actually wish I had said that. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I, I love it. Let's get crackalacking, my friend. What, don't we, are, we? We are here today to play the wonderful game, which is Hat Jam. It's wonderful because we get to interview you about your amazing journey as a musician. But at the end of this podcast, we are going to have written a song from scratch, um, which is magic. It's like alchemy. We are going to put these things together. And at the end of it, we're going to have this magical thing, which is a song. And the way we're going to get there is we're going to play Hat Jam. And what I've asked you to do, Dallas, is to give us two names of uh, artists and songs that have inspired you. Um, now, let, we're going to write them down on a piece of paper. You obviously will not be able to put your hand in the hat. Um, that is, <laughs> I can see the hat from here, though, yes, on the Zoom. I can our, see it's real. Your mum's, web, your mum's summer hat? That's correct. Uh, luckily, <laughs> my mother has a very large head, so we can fit lots and lots of uh, names in there. Um, so we've got the names of... Uh, all of our other artists who've been on uh, the show so far, all their names are in there. Oh, Studio Cat's just careful, just careful. throwing stuff everywhere. It's hold like, on to her. It's those little paws. It's, they've got no <laughs> thumbs, so it's hard to hold on to things. Um, so, and, uh, and we're going to place your names into the hat as well. Now, your first name is... So, the first, the first song that I chose was a song called Black Lightning by the Bell Rays. We've um, toured around Europe with that band and I just, she is my singing hero. I've never identified with a singer as much in my life and I love Lisa Kakola. I love this song. Her husband wrote it about her, right. for her to sing about the empowered Black Lightning that Lisa Kakola is. So, that is the... That's the first track. And our second name. And our second name, glad you asked, (laughs) is Don't Hurt Yourself, which is a song um, Beyonce recorded with Jack White. I think there's like 3,000 songwriting credits on that track, but, you know. Sounds like a Whatever it takes to make a brand. I love that song. Again, it's, you know, it's like a woman, you know, who's been cheated on but just kind of turns it all around by saying don't hurt yourself. I love how empowered again that that track is. Yeah, and if there's like Led Zeppelin Led Zeppelin um, drum samples in that as well. Well, uh, Jack White is very famous for saying he just doesn't trust people who don't like Led Zeppelin, and I applaud yeah. him for that. I, I'm the same. Because whenever I meet people and they're like, mm, yeah, I just don't really get into Led Zeppelin, I'm like, I don't know if we can be friends. Yeah, can yep. you go away? Um, <laughs> so... We are shuffling up the hat. Um, Studio Cat is going to put in her paw and pull out the first name uh, that we are going to base our verse on. So what have we got there, Studio Cat? Oh, we have got 
Kodak Yellow by Cardi B. <laughs> Do you know this song? Have you heard much of Cardi B? Look, I'm a really massive Cardi B fan. I I love her. But I think maybe I need to hear the track before. This, this track this is, is like rap. This, oh yeah, my this track God. is like her most famous song as far as I know. Who put this in the hat? Uh, probably our children, I have a feeling. <laughs> to people who are like legit hip-hop, you know, people who rap themselves, um, will we'll cite Cardi B as being an awesome rapper because mm-hmm. she does you know what you'd, you'd hope that anyone brings to the game which is you know she's got like a distinctive style she's not like ripping anyone off in fact everyone since cardi b's come out has been like trying to basically do the cardi b thing you know right. like, and, and bring that in there she's got a, fl- a flow to it i actually watched the um that tv series that she produced with uh Chance the Rapper and a bunch of others and I, you know, I was so inspired by that. She helps a lot of emerging artists. She is highly intelligent and, um, you know, and she's also herself. She's representing a lot of different cultures and I dig Cardi B. I can't believe that this has been pulled out of the hat. That is fully sick, bro. <laughs> so let's analyse what's going on here in the song Bodak Yellow. So little bitch, you can fuck with me if you wanted to These expensive, these is red bottoms, this is bloody shoes Hit the stores, I can get them both, I don't wanna choose And I'm quick, cut you off so don't get comfortable Look, I don't dance now, I make money moves Say, I don't gotta dance, I make money moves If I see you, I don't speak, I don't fuck with you I'm a boss, you Work a bitch, I make bloody moves. Studio Cat, have you got any facts that you would like to enlighten us about Cardi B? Well, when Cardi B released her monstrous single, Bodak Yellow, um, she had no idea it was going to be the hit that it became. Um, apparently, she named it Bodak Yellow because of the flow of the song. It will remind you of a song that Kodak Black did called No Flockin'. So we might want to have a quick listen to that. Mm. Cardi said in a past interview with MTV, in regards to the title, she added Bodak, my name starts with a B, and it's like Kodak Black, and yellow because I'm a yellow bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she says bitch really well. She She does. She is proficient at saying the word bitch. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely try and crank a few in if you reckon, can you if the a, song calls for it. Can you chuck a bitch in? Um, bitch. What? She's apparently bitch. taunting her enemies and denouncing her competitors, really. She's sort of saying, I'm here. and So it's empowering, bitch. I think that's a really good point, like the theme of denouncing your enemies like by talking yourself up and going, I'm – I'm awesome, basically. Mm. Um, mm. And, you know, and how, do, how do you do that in a way that still just scans well and sounds cool? Yeah, without it being who does she think she is or yeah. over cocky or whatever. Yeah, there's got to be a balance. What I love about this song when I first heard it, what, what resonated with me is I think lyrically, you know, even though she's like, you know, getting all gangster and on it and stuff, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that as a skinny white dude, <laughs> but, um, but the way she talks about... Uh, you know, she, famously, she was like a, a you know a pole dancer before she became a rapper, and she's like, I don't dance now, I make money moves. She's talking about where she was 
um, and where she is now and how it's like, you know, and she talked about paying for paying for her mum's house and like all this kind of cool stuff. I love it. And it's, and it just comes across so genuine at the same time, you know, she's yeah. not, it's she's, truth. It's all, it's yeah. authentic. So I'm going to suggest that I, how about I create um, a little loop, um, you Love go it. away and I know, and you're going to have to smash out a whole bunch of lyrics with, with some rhythmic punches in there. Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to an ad now. And when we come back, we're going to hear what Dallas Frasca has done with Cardi B. This is Hat Jam. Hat Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We're back. So ladies and gentlemen, just a recap. This is a Hat Jam COVID special. Um, I am broadcasting from Fremantle, Western Australia, and we have Dallas Frasca, who is broadcasting from... Actually, Melbourne. Melbourne. I'm originally from Northeast. There you go. So she... I'm, a, I'm a bush kid by All right. heart. Okay, fair enough. So <laughs> Melbourne and Fremantle. So we're not in the same room with each other, so we, we're unable to just pick up a guitar and jam on an idea. But what we've done is we pulled the first name out of our hat today and we got Cardi B. I put together a little backing track, which I thought was, you know, Cardi B-esque. Then I've thrown it over to you. You've come up with some some uh, some raps wrapped over the top. You can definitely call me Cardi D. <laughs> I love it. Well, let's listen to Dallas Frasca, a.k.a. Cardi D, with her take on Bodak Yellow. Hello, keep it like a secret. Hello, hello, oh. Only you and I will ever know. I can feel it, feel it, feel it coming in as the symphony begins. Hello, keep it like a secret. Hello, hello, oh. Only you and I will ever know. Feel it, feel it, feel it coming in As the symphony begins Hello, break it like a promise And you'll never know Nothing lasts forever So let it go The pendulum is swinging, 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 swinging The needle starts to sing Hello I, I think it sounds awesome How, how comfortable were you rapping? It was a very uncomfortable space. I had to force myself not to sing melody and sort of, um, you know, I mean, there's so much expression in rap and it's um, it's a lot harder than it sounds, to be perfectly honest. Well, I think you've nailed the brief. There's there's definitely some some uh, Cardi D happening a- action happening there massively. <laughs> now, we are going to move right along and we're going to pull a second name from the hat. Now, this hat is All right. This hat is here to inspire our chorus. It might be completely different. What I love about what you've done in the first uh, 
part of this this podcast so far is you've totally sung it to the brief. You've like you've used all of the flavors of a Cardi B song to to make this come to life. So I'm so intrigued about what we're going to pull next. So Studio Cat is going to put her paws into my mother's sun hat, which is our hat today, and pull out the next name. What have we got for our chorus? Drum roll. Ah, what is it? Under My Thumb by the Rolling Stones. Very cool song. Do you know Under My Thumb? I need to, like, I am terrible with um, titles, so I feel like I would need to listen to that. Sorry to all the Rolling Stones fans out there. Let's have a listen to it now, and here's my version of the Rolling Stones' Under My Thumb. Under my thumb, the girl who once had me down. Under my thumb, the girl who once pushed me around. Well, it's down to me. Oh, yeah. The difference in the clothes she wears down to me. The change has come. She's under my thumb. Just out of interest, you know, people like to put themselves into these camps. Are you a, a Rolling Stoner or a Beatle? Well, you know, it's an appreciation for both. Like Mick Jagger is such a babe. I can't even <laughs> cope with, you know, young Jagger. But I am a really, really massive fan of Beatles melodies and, you know, I'm going to be a fence sitter on this. Sorry, guys. It, they've kind of got this like sleazy ass groove going on, which is like you know, boom, 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 boom. I think lyrically, uh, it's again, it's interesting because it, kind of similar to like our Cardi B track, where they're big upping themselves and being like, "Aren't I amazing?" Studio Cat, have you got any facts about I this do, album or I this do. song? Um, Under My Thumb is a song written by Mick Jagger and Keith Richards, of course, and it was written in 1966. It was the examination of a sexual power struggle that Jagger had with what he does say is a pushy woman. But he, <laughs> but he never meant oh it to be an anti-feminist song, which is good considering what the first song is that we're <laughs> going with. Right. He meant it more as a caricature, just as a reply to sort of like a bit of a push-pull relationship that he had. Um, like many of songs from, like many of the songs from the aftermath period, the the album, it uses more instrumentation than the other Stones records. The fuzz bass lines were added by Bill Wyman and marimba riffs played by Brian Jones. So they're the most prominent hooks really of that song. Um, the The lyrics have been referenced to being similar to the classic play and Taming of the Shrew. So Ah, Taming of the Shrew. So that's an interesting one. Especially as it's quite a dichotomy to Cardi B's song, really. It really is. <laughs> it's like the opposite. It's the it's the dude saying, you know, you know, stop big stop stop getting ahead of yourself. I'm gonna pull you back into line. Which hmm. I which is pretty a pretty uncool thing to say in this day and age. Um Yeah, it doesn't fly anymore, does it? No, but um I I love I love I want to put put a massive tick next to fuzz bass and marimbas. Can we can we put those two things in our chorus? I'm a million percent down for that. Yep. 
If we were in the same room, I would let you borrow my big fuzz, uh, my big muff pedal. Oh, okay. Well, we'll let's let's put a big muff in there. But let's make that happen. I think I've got one here. Um, Amazing. Now, um, you could almost put that lyric in there too. Big muff pedal. <laughs> I got my big muff pedal. Yeah. Um, I, I I actually like the the things I do like about it. And so, if you take the gender aspect out of it, which is what we all find a bit offensive, um, and it's coming from a female which is basically saying, you know, you were a hopeless case until I came along and pulled you into line. Um, and if you put it in that, that sense, it doesn't, doesn't feel so bad, you know, when you're talking about a female talking about a guy who's just a bit of a loser. I mean, I know lots of dudes who could use a bit of pulling into line. I don't, I don't know about yeah. you. Well, and you know what? And, and also women. And also women, I think it's like, I think it's both. I like the idea of songwriting where um, you might be singing about something literal to you, but it, in my book, it should always come across as a universal theme that people can access their yeah. own story from. So how do you get that idea of somebody pulling someone into line, line you know, taming of the shrew or the bogan? Um when you say shrew, I just hear shrooms. Taming of the shroom. It's not that episode. I'm not going to make. It's not that pod, that not that kind of Bentley podcast. Sorry about that. Please don't make me eat more magic mushrooms. Um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, it's way too early in the day in Perth as well. That would just be strange. <laughs> Taming of the shrooms. Um, so uh, how do we how do we pull that into more of a universal theme? This is a big conversation. I'm, you know, I'm fencing again, but like, I don't think you can tell someone else have to be, it has to be up to them. And I think you can inspire people by embodying being that rather than the dictator in the relationship or going, you can't be doing that. You just have to embody that behavior and choose if you want to be with them or not. But you can tell someone to get their act together. You can. And that's, and that's a good line Hmm. in itself. Like get your act together. Are you just writing these lyrics right here? No, get but we but we sh- we should together. let's let's write that down. Get your act together. Um, Pen is happening. When we talk about these grand concepts of what we want the song to say, we always take the the moral high ground. Like this is what should be done. Whereas right, for me, the right. best songwriting is the imperfect humans. You know, they're like they're talking right. about like I know I shouldn't do this, but this is what I've done and. I guess I got to live with that, and and that endears us to the songwriter every time. So I don't, I, mm, I, I agree. I don't feel like it, we should be embarrassed to say. Or you, yeah, something like you'll be catching up, or running to catch up, or. When I was talking to Sarah McLeod, uh, doing uh, uh, an episode of Hat Jam with her, uh, she was talking about the idea how she always paints herself as the legend in every song she sings. Right. She's never like poor me you know, I've fucked up. She's, it's always like she says no matter where she starts, she, st- she tells herself, okay, I'm going to make myself vulnerable and like, you know, or whatever in the song this time around. And then she always ends up going like, because I'm awesome, yeah, every single time. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. My, my style is um, in the past been a lot of victim to victory. So it's talking about, you know, a situation that's happened and then overcoming that situation. So, you know, the the yeah the thoughts around overcoming you know because it's almost in, in this subject it's almost like this person is is acting like the victim and they've got to they've got to get their shit together if they want to get to victory 
Yeah, it could definitely be from that perspective, yeah. getting out of some under someone's thumb yeah. rather than yeah, yeah. being under <laughs> someone's thumb. Yeah. Getting out of flipping yeah. it that yeah. way because that's what, how the song begins. Yeah. My mind is going, you know, it's my mind is not good for a podcast right now. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> Well, no, no, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff going in my head. Like there's scrambles of ideas happening at the moment with you know listening to you guys and thinking about thinking about the Rolling Stones song and connecting them. Would you be able to? Um, I like the idea of those chords that you just said. Would you be able to play the last couple of chords of our Cardi D track? Okay, yeah, that and roll then, into uh, that might sort of sure. launch it. So this is obviously going to sound quite different to what we've Cardi yeah. Cardi deed. Uh, but we've got like we got we've got like um, we got a a minor C yep and then we've got G, G. and then we go G sharp F D with an F sharp bass G G sharp A minor and then and then if we were going to go into a chorus we could we could either take it to the C and uh, Get your act together, boy Or you'll never catch up with me If we get some good vowels in there as well, like Boy, I don't know why I said boy, but it's it feels like the right the right thing. Get your act together, boy <laughs> There's our vowels Or you'll never oh, yeah. catch up with me And then they, they're kind of going like Get your act together, boy, or you'll never, never catch up with me. That's beautiful. I mean, you just, it's lovely watching you watch, watching you work there, Kev. You just like (laughs) smash that out. Uh, You're like a a jukebox on uh, creative ideas, (laughs) random creative ideas. It's amazing. Get your act, act together. You need to say that to the microphone studio, deep. Studio Cat's like crawled up underneath the desk over there for a little sleepy. I'm gonna get her back. To, get her back to the microphone because she keeps coming up with you know good, good, solid ideas. Yeah, get on that mic, Cat. Come on, girl. You're punching out those good ideas. Studio Cat's like. I want you to come. How about meow? Come. What about come running back to me? Oh, that's oh, nice. that's great. That's good. So get you. Uh, See, as soon as you're in the screen, the ideas start flowing. The magic happens. Stay there, Cat. Come running back. Come running back to me. Get your act together, boy. Catch up with me. Um, if you're gonna catch up with me. If it. If you want to catch up with what'd me. What'd you say? Uh, get your act together, boy. Uh, if you want to catch up with me. Yeah, yeah. Get your act together, boy. Come running back to me. Would you repeat the get your act together? Uh, sorry, I was just thinking about the running line, and uh, you know, if you're catching up. Let's just think about this in in uh, like a literal sense. Uh, so mm. so someone's running. Uh, you can't see this on the podcast, but I'm doing finger running movements of two people. Yeah, um, yeah, little yeah. Uh, so so one person's running and and she's just like turn around, get your act together, boy. If you ever gonna catch up with me, and so and if he's running after her, um, <laughs> get your act together, boy. Like that that is saying he's playing up. If you're gonna catch up with me. I'm here, I'm in the place, I'm waiting yeah, for you. Yeah, exactly. So, um, oh, something like maybe it's a, it could also be a warning, like um, something like, you know, there's only so long I'll wait. Yeah, beautiful. That's great. 
Get your act together, boy. Come running back to me. Yeah, so it needs to kind of. Ra- what I really like about the the um, under my thumb. I, do I have to rap? Did you say no? I have to rap? No, we're not rapping anymore. Uh, <laughs> but if you want to rap, that's okay with me. I'm not gonna, not going to hold you back. Ain't nothing can hold back Cardi D. Um, so uh, what I like about under my thumb is they go. It's down to me the way she walks. Da 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 da. Down to me, a change has come. She's under my thumb. That's where the, the title of the song comes in and they and they wrap it back right. up. For the co- podcast listeners, I'm actually writing as we speak. Yeah, this is it. We're, the pressure's on, man. If you're going to come back to me. <gasps> oh. That was good. As opposed to catch up with me, get your act together, boy, if you want to come back to me. You know, right. inferring that they were together, she's left because he's a dickhead. He needs, to, but he's giving her one last chance. It's like so long you can run before you fall down on your knees. Yeah, get your act together, boy. If you wanna come back to me. And so let, let's talk about the Rolling Stone lyrics again. So can you can you run through that lyrics? Because I just want to sort of like try and apply that similar thing. Because I think now I think it's up to other people. Like so, it can't be down to me. What's what does he sing? It's down to me. Yes, it is the way she does. Yeah, so just he's saying what it's it's down to me. But what if we were to say the opposite, yeah. where it can't be down to me? Get your act together, boy. It can't be down oh, to me. That's great. That's really cool. Yeah. So. Get your act together, boy. Would you go straight? It can't be down to me. Yeah, it, it can't be down to me. There's only so long you can run before you fall down on your knees. That's beautiful. I love it. And then there's two more lines in that Stones one, is there? Uh, well, they, they kind of wrap it up. Um, I'm going to stop saying can the word stop rap. Can you saying rap? I'm so <laughs> 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 So, so I keep regressing. Yeah. So uh, if it would be like it'd be, um, I get your act together, boy. It can't be down to me. It's only so long you can run before you fall down on your knees. So what if it was like? Could you repeat that line? So get your act together, get boy. boy. Won't you come running, running back, back to me? me? Oh, there you go. Come running back to me. There's the song title. Yes. Okay, so Woo-hoo-hoo! Th- it would sound like this. Uh, Get your act together, boy. It can't be down to me. There's only so long you can run before you fall down on your knees. Get your act together, boy. Come running back to me. Oh, yeah. Much more my comfort zone actually singing. Well, yes. Um, I think uh, that's something we should take into account. So I think this is pretty exciting. We've now got uh, our Cardi B verse and we've got our uh, Rolling Stones uh, chorus. And they don't sound too far removed. But what I'd like to do now is to stitch these two ideas together and see how that sounds. What do you think, Dallas? This is a fun game. I, I will admit it is a really fun game. All right, let's do it. Woo. 
Hello, keep it like a secret. Hello, hello, oh. Only you and I will ever know. I can feel it, feel it, feel it coming in as the symphony begins. Hello, keep it like a secret. Hello, hello, oh. Only you and I will ever know. Feel it, feel it, feel it coming in as the symphony begins. Hello, break it like a promise, and you'll never know. Nothing lasts forever, so let it go. The pendulum is swinging, 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 swinging. Get your act together, boy. It can't be down to me. It's only so long you can run Before you fall down on your knees Get your act together, boy Come running back to me So, ladies and gentlemen, that is the two songs stitched together. You know, there's some bits that I really love about that and there's some bits that it feels clunky like we've stuck two songs together. Um... Uh, you know, I love the mystery of the verse, um, and one of the, th- and I love the the kind of classic beauty of what we've got as our chorus at the moment. But it feels like it, it it just lets you off the hook too early or something. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, they they're not friends to me. I think <laughs> like I think we could build some um, friends around the chorus, yeah. just in a different kind of style. I feel like even the the rhythm behind it when it goes into that rhythm, it's sort yeah. of just like oh it's not it's not quite in where the verse wants to go it's yeah. something different yeah yeah totally the verse is in a minor at the moment and then you know then starting on the c is it just feels a bit too happy and friendly yeah, i really it feels I, I, happy happy yeah i quite like the melody um but it feels like i would i if if i was writing this song from the ground up i'd probably want to keep that mystery for a little bit longer mm. and um you know, I'd be I'd be intrigued to know what happens if we keep the melody that we've got and actually put it under our verse chords that we've already got. Ooh, yeah. I like that idea. So I wonder if it'll work. So Dallas, what I'd really love you to do now is to come back and uh, record this song as if it was a song going on your record, which means that you would have to write a second verse. You're going to need to write a bridge of some description. You might want to totally change the chorus. That's what you can do because, you know, you you want it to be a song that you want to perform. Um, how does that sound? I really love the sound of changing that chorus up. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> All right. Well, let, let's give that a red hot shot. Let's Let's have a listen. Awesome. So ladies and gentlemen, this is Dallas Frasca with her song, Hello. Hello, have I met you before? Hello, sleeping at a distance through an open door. Hello, keep it like a secret you hold. And only you and I will ever know I can feel you coming in As the symphony begins Hello You You come running back to me 
That sounds super cool. I love it. So Dallas, we started the day as uh, Cardi B slash Cardi D. Uh, we then became the Rolling Stones. And uh, then we pulled the veil away and revealed Dallas Frasca under that recording your own version of that song. And it sounds amazing. Uh, what I'd really like to know is how are you feeling? How's your headspace? You know, uh, are you feeling drained? Are you feeling energized? Let, let, how are you feeling? Tell me about it. Well, I've just had a coffee, so I'm actually totally fine. And, <laughs> you know, I've got lots of stamina after being on the road many years. But I look, I really loved working with you, Cav. And I think. You know, for all songwriters, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone, you always learn a few new things. There was a there was a moment in the chorus when we were working on that first version of it that I was kind of holding on going, whoa, you know. But I learned a lot from you and I, you know, I'm really grateful for the opportunity to work with you. So thank you for having me. Well, straight back at you, Dallas. And um, what, I, what I love about this process is really, you know, writing the song is important. Um, you know, it's just magical that we get to the end of this show every time and we have a brand new song and they're always amazing. Um, but uh, I think more importantly is that, you know, when we put parameters on what we do, um, you know, it's so easy just to go to the guitar and, you know, like we started the day talking about, you know, Timothy Nelson, you know, if you jump on the guitar, you just kind of go back to this same old formula. Um it's so easy to do that, but um, sometimes it's the things that we don't do uh, that really create the song and also showcase who you are as a writer. You know, when you. 
Totally. And I think, and there's like such a, a um, you know, there's this like invisible like curtain around songwriting. And I think the more that we share as songwriters and particularly, you know, you know, mushroom experiments like <laughs> this one is, you can, um, you know, I think, you know, the more songwriters uh, have access to different ways of doing things, the better the songs in the universe as a whole. Before we go, uh, if people around the world who are listening to this podcast want to find you, whereabouts, how would they find you? Well, glad you asked, Cav. <laughs> they can go to my Instagram page, which is Dallas Frasca, um, or Facebook. Just put it in the search engine and, and I'm there, always posting. And if people want to send you a personal message, how would they do that? Well, they can. I'll give them your email, <laughs> and um, you can pass it on to me. <laughs> every every time I ask artists on the show that, everyone's like, "Just don't, <laughs> just don't no. message me." But you know, I I think if it's something nice, if someone's got, if someone's going to be like, "Oh my god, I heard your song, and my friend was going through a you know cancer chemo, and it really brought us through." That's what you want to hear. But just for people listening to this totally. podcast, we don't really want to hear stuff like, "You guys are shit." whatever so you can <laughs> definitely not that but you know we do we do um have a really beautiful connection with our fans over the years and we know who everyone is we do like keeping in contact but i'm you know uh, yes to what i've just said as well so Dallas frasca before we leave you for the day we just want to say thank you very much thank you for writing an amazing song with us thank you for being you ladies and gentlemen this has been hat jam if you love what you're listening to if you love any of the artists on this show then go to our facebook instagram or whatever and we will have tags to so you can listen to these artists and stream them buy their music Give them your money because they're amazing. I was Cav Templey. Studio Cat's meowing in the corner over there because she needs some milk. So <laughs> until next time, this was Hat Jam. See you later. If you're interested in hearing more about any of the artists on Hat Jam, then please head to our Facebook page, Instagram or website and follow the links. You can find Cav Temperley on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Cav Temperley or www.cavtemperley.com.au or follow us directly on at hatjam underscore podcast. This has been a Temperley production. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.